Welcome to another episode of Turn of the Millennials. I'm Lindy. And I'm Stephanie. And we are talking about Christmas today. It's our obligatory Christmas episode for our second season. Ho, this ho, will be ho. our final season or final episode of the season. We got through another season. Yay, Steph. Yay, we did it. It was a little struggle towards the end of this year, but that's okay. It, it was just we, we got busy, especially you. Like you took on another, you got another job. You're going to school full time. Like yeah, so it was a little. And you do like ninety percent of our podcasting stuff. So, like, commend you. Thank you. My apologies, um, friends, for the the few times where we've I'm, been a little off the ball. Yep, but we're we're working on it. We're getting our there. deepest apologies for missing last week yes yes that I'm actually I'm kind of surprised you didn't post anything about that stuff like uh, uh you know what's the funny thing I started doing it in the morning and then I went to school and I meant to do it and then it got closed out so I will do it at some point today yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so this is, this deepest is a, apologies about that literally that thought process what my whole like last three months have kind of been like I'm literally in the middle of doing something something else has distracted me I forget about it and then when I come back it's gone that's yeah struggle of my life at the moment (laughs) it's december december is always super busy for everybody so please forgive us it is what it is i also lost a whole entire week in december because i went to disney world so that also didn't help either (laughs) you chose to go to disney world so that's on you well when i originally planned this august of 2021 you know, I still had my job. I wasn't thinking of going back to school and I didn't have all these changes when I originally planned it a year and a half ago. So, <laughs> and I wasn't about to get rid of that trip. Like, forget that. Oh it's God, no. I I would have done the same fucking thing. How so, was your trip? I saw the pictures. You had like, you looked like you had a great time. It was good. It was uh, obviously not long enough. Four days. Is there uh, any, never long enough. <laughs> is there any super interesting story from that week that happened that you want to tell? Um, I don't know if there was really like, uh, was there well, any, there like, was... were you late for your flight? Were you home alone and running it through the fucking no, airport? We, no, we were actually pretty good on all of that. It was mostly like the people that were kind of funny. So like we had a, we asked, we were trying to take a selfie. Some lady asked if she wanted to take the photo for us. Just people were really nice in that respect. It was great. And then her grandma, her mother was with us and you saw, probably saw the photo, the grandma that photobombed us. She all of a sudden yes. is just like the mom's just like the girl's taking the photo and the mom just sort of steps into our photo and she's like mom and I'm like no 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 no, no. just come on in it's, it'll make for a funny photo like why the hell not oh that's awesome and then so, when yeah, we like- were on the monorail we were trying to go to the Grand Floridian because they had a huge gin- like life-size gingerbread that they built to go back to Magic Kingdom and a couple of older ladies were just there they were locals from Florida and they were just there eating dinner at the Grand Floridian and then taking the monorail around nothing else at Disney that was all they were doing and then when we were in line, me and Kevin, who just did like a little kiss, like nothing fancy, like not at all. Just like, oh, hey, just a peck, just a little peck. And they're like, oh, my God, you two are so disgusting because they're like 50s or 60s. So they were but as jokingly, just, right? As a joking kind of thing. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, you got and then you, Kevin, are both like, no, 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 like we're not really that in love. Like, don't think we're disgusting. Like this is just a, like, like you a, should have turned to them and been like, oh, we're siblings. Right. <laughs> so this is, that would have been great she's the one's like well i'm recently divorced but she's like she's been married for 60 years or 50 years and you know the best she's like you know that sex stuff is good and all but she's like it's not the real you stay together for 50 years if i give you any tip it's communication i was like oh these these women were just so funny like so So you got all the people that made it good you got impromptu relationship advice unsolicited (laughs) right unsolicited and i mean for someone who's been together for 50 years i mean it can't be that not unsolicited like or... obviously something's working for them right exactly yeah so yeah those are just I kind think of communication and trust is right? key 
in right? relationships. So but- it was just really fun. Like all the people, like you feel like you're in the States, but so, cause a lot of people think Americans are so mean and angry, which no, they aren't. Every time I've been there, I've always had pleasant experiences with Americans, mm-hmm. but it's only because at- you see all the negativity constantly shoved in your face through social yeah. media or the news or the news. That's, that's what you think of the States. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like just like all Canadians like, are not nice. We are polite. There's polite. a difference. We're yes. not nice people. We're not, not polite. We're not people. always nice, but we're That's polite. That's a huge difference. But speaking of Americans, I want to give a shout out to um, our formidable opponents, um, podcast counterpart guys. I'm wearing your live salty t-shirt. Ooh. I live in this shirt. I fucking love this shirt. I live in it. <laughs> like probably haven't taken it off since we, I got it. That's hilarious. <laughs> they will be very happy to hear this because I've yeah. been asked about it. They're like, what about the shirts? And I'm like, yeah, no, we've been wearing them. They're pretty good. So Lindy oh, guys, obviously I live lives in, in hers. So. I live in it. I fucking, I love it. Live salty. I fucking, that's like, that's my jam. That's yeah. super. Lindy's very salty. My now. Like she is I'm salty. super salty. I can be. Yeah. Right. You've but, heard the podcast. You can hear how salty she is. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm so negative. I'm sorry. Right. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to get in a better, more positive mindset, but if 39 the, the years is, of being negative is well, really no, hard to get. It's rid never of. fully going to go away. You're never yeah. like, I, I've been doing yoga mindfulness for how many years and I still have my negativity. You literally like, you have to make the choice every day to be positive, And some days you just fucking can't. Some days it's as simple as that. Like, fuck the world. Yes, just, it has to be done. Yeah. And when you have too much false positivity, when you talk about the mental health issue, uh, stuff, ment- when you talk about too much positivity, that's what can happen is it's to- toxic positivity. And then it's mm-hmm. you're not actually letting your feelings out. I just so need it, to try to attract more positivity in my life. Exactly. And Aaron's been to, helping me with that. He's become a lot more positive. So you have to keep a balance is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you got a bitch. You got to bitch sometimes. That's what I mean. You can't, the you toxic positivity is actually a legit thing as well. If you keep it all in, it's just going to make you super bitter. And exactly. Just awful person. Yes. So I better be a super awesome person because I bitch and complain all the fucking time. Right. If you worked with me, you would know this. Yeah. But yeah, so like Disney, <laughs> happiest nice place shit. on God earth it, as nice well, <laughs> which is really, you would have had a good time at Disney because of it being the happiest place on earth. There was yeah. no like. I mean, we there was sometimes negativity because you got a little annoyed when the lightning lanes went like sad, like 40 people in and no one in your line has moved in 10 minutes. You get a little salty in those respects, but well, that's you why you pay extra. Isn't that what I, the lightning lane is? It is, but at the same for, time, like, a fast pass. it is, but at the same time we watched it literally, there was like an hour long wait in one of the lines and a girl, like, even though there was no one in the lineup, she still left the lightning lane open. And then people were walking up to the lightning lane. She's just like, and didn't even bother to like, there was no one in the lightning lane coming and she didn't even bother to let people in. She was just still going like this. And we're just like, okay, no, no, that's where you need to let people in. Now there's no one in that lane. Start letting this one in. What a bitch. Right. So obviously uh, someone who hates their life and their job. So, so, but it's Disney world. Like how can you hate your job? Anyway, it's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> okay. Uh, and which, okay. Right. So funny thing. Cause this is going to lead me into our millennial moment. Um, so millennium moment. So Disney World at Magic Kingdom, especially specifically at Magic Kingdom, they do not have or sell gum. So if you want to have like mints or like something to keep your breath fresh, you have to bring your own gum in. They don't sell it there. Okay. Right. So me and Kevin were watching, I can't remember which, maybe it was, I think it might've been Alf possibly. And how he takes like the bubble gum. And me and Kevin realized that in the nineties, they made it seem like bubble gum was such a fucking issue. 
Like you'd find it under your seat. You'd get it on your shoes. You'd get it in your hair. Like I got gum on my seat. Right. Gum. Bubble gum <laughs> apparently, or just gum seemed to be a big issue in the nineties. And then now all of a sudden it seems like it just doesn't exist. I don't know if it's because I don't have kids and we're not buying bubble tape or something like that, but I just, I just movies in the nineties led me to believe gum was going to be a real big issue in my life. And it's not anymore. So that's kind of my weird millennial moment. <laughs> Interesting. It's not something I've ever really put much thought into. We didn't either, but we were watching Cause I guess all of the movies I've been watching, like the Christmas movies or something, they're just something me and Kevin all of a sudden were like, gum. Why did they make us seem like bubble gum was a real big issue? Maybe it was just something that it was a topic that was super easy to portray. Maybe. Uh, like, I don't know. Uh, so I feel like also weird. like, and I, I remember when I was a kid, I fell asleep with gum in my hair and I came home, mom wasn't there and I came home and I cut it out, you know, luckily yeah, it wasn't in a terrible spot that it blended in, like not like here where it was my, you know, but I feel like we were just told bubble gum was a, was going to be a bigger issue in my life than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Well, cause <laughs> if you think about it, almost all sitcoms tv shows have an episode where one of the kids got gum stuck in their hair the simpsons fuller house like they're uh or they got full house episode gum on their shoes they like they step in gum and now it's ruined the day or like i've just it just made me feel like why like i don't know i just do they not sell bubble gum as much as they did anymore do they not actually it's funny that you brought this up because okay so i've been listening to pod meets world Okay. They've I've uh, been rewatching Boy Meets World and stuff, and I've been binging the shit out of this episode. I have like 17 episodes. Oh, sorry, I hit my microphone. Um, binging the shit out of this. I have like 17 episodes left to catch up. And Ryder Strong does this little segment with his seven-year-old son. And they were talking about they when they go out to restaurants, this first thing his son does is look under the table and then report the number of gum pieces stuck to under the table. Because it doesn't matter how fancy of a restaurant you go to, there's gonna be gum under the table. And I'm just, yeah. I, that's it's just, it's just weird that you brought that up because I just listened to that episode yesterday. Right. And but I'm like, just like, it's a, it's a, it makes sense though. Like, and it's true. Like you go into any fucking restaurant or the fucking cafeteria at the mall or whatever, there's gum under the table. It's like, guys, tissue, garbage, or swallow even just it. Put it. Usually like, they give you a tray at the mall or something and then just put it in the tissue and then throw it all out exactly. when you're done. Exactly. So, I don't know. Like, don't be assholes. Just like fucking get rid of your waste the way you're fucking supposed to. It's right? 20, almost 2023. We should have this fucking litter thing down. Like, yeah. And the anyway. other thing also I had on here, just because it's it's sort of in the same vein as this, same shit, different pile. How we used to say that all the time and now you never see Same shit, hear- different smell. Yeah. And I never seem to hear that like phrase as um, much anymore. I actually hear it almost every day at work. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like I don't hear almost it that much day. anymore. I feel like it was one of those things that we used to say. Same shit, and different that's, pile. That's fair. Yeah. There's a lot of sayings out there that we know. Cause like, what was it? I went on a tangent with someone at work with of old, old like words. Cause it started out with him saying rad. And rad <laughs> has come back. A lot of people still say rad or that's have said funny. rad. And I was like, yo, that's dope. And then he comes back with like, oh, like cowbunga, man. I was like tubular. And then he said something else and they go, oh, that's super gnarly. And he was like, gnarly, that's the best one. (laughs) And then gnarly and tubular always remind me of those levels in Mario Brothers, of Super Mario Brothers, of gnarly and tubular. Like that's what the levels are fucking called. And yeah, I think it's in Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo, I think it was. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. and also those ones just remind me of like surfers and stuff like that like tubular narbar so i have a few 
I have a collection of millennial moments because it's been a while since we've talked. <laughs> right. I just, I think I'm going to go with this one because it was the most outrageous to me. Okay. So this was a, this was probably like a month or two ago that this happened. And I don't remember what the context of the conversation was, but it was, we, I had to get to, uh, from Listowel to KW or something. We were talking about driving from Listowel to KW and gas costs and timing and all that stuff. And the girl, Lena, the one with, that didn't know about the rat part and waterfalls, um, she's like 22. And she's like, why don't you just Uber? It'll cost like 200 bucks. And I looked at her. How do you and have I go, $200? I go, oh, uh, 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 uh she's fucking 22 and lives at home so so i told her i looked at her i go excuse me i was like say that again and she goes just uber it's only like it'll cost like 150 200 i go are you gonna pay me that 150 to 200 plus tip for the uber that we don't actually have in listable because we don't have uber in listable no i don't think we do um and she goes she was like well no like don't you have that i go I have more than just my cell phone and my car insurance to pay for, Lena. Do you know at, the cost of rent right now? But even at that, I like, feel like I was a kid who took the bus and a woman person who took the bus until I was 24. And I still wouldn't have said, oh, it's just $200 to list. No, I would have find a, a either found a friend to drive me to Listowel and paid them like the $40, especially in my twenties, it probably only would have costed $30, $20 to get 20 to bucks. Yeah. Give you 20 bucks to drive me to Listowel, to yeah. drive me to Listowel and back. But like, I still thought like $200 back then was still like a lot of money and I wouldn't have just dropped it. Like it's just, like, I still understood the concept of driving and gas prices back then that I still yeah. wouldn't have been like, Oh, I'll just take an Uber. Even when we were in Disney, we took Ubers and I was still just like, uber lyft like what is more cheaper because even to go from the airport to orlando or like to yeah. our hotel was like 84 dollars, and i was like oh this i was trying to find the cheapest option because i'm like i'm not fucking paying 200 dollars for, for transportation when my car no. and i know gas doesn't even cost that much absolutely not and like a half an hour drive for the local taxi and list will like say i needed to get home when i lived in wingham just 30 minutes it was 70 dollars. it's two dollars a kilometer yeah I'm sure plus tip apparently is expected so like no it was 100 when we came back from cuba it was 130 for waterloo taxi to pick us up like for picking us up at the airport and driving us home from pearson yeah. so like i'm like, not sure if it's just a sheltered young person thing which i think it is because she's fair she was fairly sheltered growing up like she's she's becoming more aware of the world and like she's oh, very honey. she is very intelligent she's very intelligent she is but she did grow up fairly sheltered. Like she grew up in a Mennonite family uh-huh. and like she, uh, I was surprised to find out that she actually did go to public school. But even as a Mennonite, I feel like what they don't feel like people that just blow their money. So that's even still kind of a weird concept to me too. Yeah. I thought that was a little weird concept, right? but anyway, <laughs> but that I found weird. And then just to throw it out there, another 22 year old kid that I work with, Brandon called me his work mom. So, um, and my, uh, we had a friends and family day this week. I brought my dance teacher in who was born probably, I think 78 or something. So she's like early, maybe eight between 81 and 78 or whatever. So she's like the early, like the first set of millennials, essentially late gen X's. And a couple of the girls in my class are like, Ooh, is this your mom? And she's just like, I'm not, I don't look that fu- Am I that fu- What? Oh. And she's like, so like when I went to dance class that night, she's like, okay, you need to talk to some of those girls and tell them that they can't just talk like that, especially when you're in 
aesthetics and a industry where it's about looking young and looking good. Don't, Don't ever, ever sister. Yes. Mom. No. Right. <laughs> that should like, be the very first fucking lesson right. <laughs> in school. And usually they do, but I don't know, like usually she's like, our teacher has told us like, be very careful what you say to people because of like at an older age, if you're, they're 20 years old, it doesn't fucking matter what you say to them. But if you're dealing with someone that looks like say 40, 50, 60s, they have fine lines and wrinkles. Don't assume their ages. Never assume their Never ages. assume their Never ages. Never assume their ages. Because that's literally people... what you're going to see a lot in our industry is a lot of older yeah. women who are trying to get rid of their wrinkles. But I honestly think too that like a lot of, like people look a lot younger yes. these days than they did back like if you look at old photos from like a hundred years ago people oh. that were in their 20s or 30s look like they were in their 50s because they lived harder, harder lives living. back then harder, yeah, living, harder absolutely. living absolutely and but like when, even we're even in my class days. what the first day one of the girls we were on zoom for the first two weeks and one of the girls was telling me she's like honestly i thought you were 27 it's like, are you fucking kidding me? But thank you. I appreciate that. I'm like, yeah. I am not though. <laughs> I had someone said, thought that I was like early thirties, which I will take. <laughs> right. I was like, thank God. But when Brandon said, I was like, yeah, like you're like my work mom. And I was like, if that were true, I would have been 16 when I had you. So it's technically possible. Um, but right. I was like, can I just be like your older work sister? Right. Your I would be sister? more comfortable with that. <laughs> Maybe even your work stepmom. Cause so, stepmoms could be like, you know, he married a younger girl. Like, can I be your stepmom, please? Not your real mom. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, ever since then, I'm like, I used to be like him and I used to be all like, what's up, bruh. And he like, whatever, like just joking. So now from now on, I call him son. I was like, how's my baby boy today? Yeah. <laughs> and if he says something ridiculous, I give him like a smack. I'm like, that's not how I raised you. <laughs> well, at least someone's raising him properly now. <laughs> I'm sure your mom is yeah, lovely. He's a good it's kid. just a he's joke. He's a good kid. No, he's a good kid. He was, he was raised really well. He's, he's a very well-rounded yeah. kid. Um, but so, yeah, so let's get into our topic. I guess, yeah. Christmas, Christmas, round table, round table. Yeah, you know, it's a round have... table today. We're just going to have a conversation. We couldn't land on a topic. So literally we kept going round and round and being like, should we do this? Should we do that? What yeah. was your topic? I <laughs> wanted to so... talk about like my favorite Christmas episodes from like TV shows and stuff. I mentioned, mentioned about the relaunches or even some of our favorite Christmas albums. Remakes or, like, some... and reboots. And so I think just... we should also touch on our least favorite things about christmas like christmas shoes christmas movies christmas shoes i hate the, the song? song i hate the movie oh my I god it. yes i hate it i hate it i hate it i've I'm never sorry. seen the movie i didn't know there was a movie so i haven't seen it i, I but, it's like in the vein i think of like a made for tv movie hallmark movie type but every time the song comes on the radio i'm just like can we I can't not? I'm sorry, Maybe but not. I do not want to be sad and depressed when I'm listening I'm, to Christmas music. Luckily, I don't think I've heard it yet this year. Considering I all I listen to is 96.7 and it's all day Christmas all yes. the time from like I've November 26. And yeah. that was it. Only once this season. And I same, I think they did the exact same. I think it might have been like when we were in a car. Like, I don't think I could have turned it off. I think I was in somewhere. So I was like... <sighs> take out headphones right put headphones, headphones in, in. <laughs> walk to another store that might be playing better christmas yeah. music like. like another song that i'm really tired of hearing is last christmas because everybody just, does it ev yes it's okay every christmas everybody. song is overplayed over over covered but cr last christmas is the worst because it's so overcovered, overplayed. It's literally like every other song played on the radio. 
I'm like, I know there's like 10 Christmas songs that are constant in rotation, right? but can we change it up? We get new songs on. I've discovered so many new Christmas songs that, that I people love wrote themselves that aren't that covers they of don't other songs. play. They I don't know. play on the radio. And I'm just like, it's like, yeah. Okay. I don't. Okay. So I know you don't have, so what I need to ask you to do, cause you can do a seven days and just watch it on your phone is go on Apple TV plus. Um, do I have and- to pay for it? You get a free seven-day trial. Do so I just put in my credit card number? Possibly. No. I was going to say, just do it for the seven days because the new Spirited movie is hilarious with Will Ferrell. Oh, I might do it for that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I was telling you, just for get that. it for, I did it just for the seven days because I was like, I can't find it anywhere. It's, oh, but they do one song in it that's called Good Afternoon and you will love this song. It is so funny because I guess back in Ebenezer already on Spotify no no it is but it doesn't really make sense in the context without necessarily seeing what's going on oh so basically like you could you can listen to you might be able to understand it but basically in Ebenezer times good afternoon was actually like a bad word not meaning good afternoon so this song is implying like good afternoon good afternoon why was it not a good thing to say good afternoon I can't, I can't remember. I only saw the movie once. I have to go back and watch it again. But like, they just, for some reason, like they go back in time and then Will Ferrell is like, no, no, no you can't say that. That's not a good thing. That's not a good is thing. It, so it's what? more like kind of like a piss off, like fuck off is like, you know, you're like, good evening. Like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. good after. So it's kind of like in that vein. And it's I'll just, have to it's, watch it. I love this. So I've, I've downloaded this song and it's now become like one of my favorite. A like, favorite? What's but the... I like that it was like a Christmas because there's a lot of new Christmas songs in that. Like, so you're like, when there's new versions of songs that come out, or even, you know, as much as everyone says it's overplayed, Mariah's Carey's song has not actually been covered all. Like there's enough you can find on Spotify, but they don't play most a lot of her covers on the radio. So you don't get sick of it in that, yeah. but you just get sick of her version of it. One of my least favorite covers, and I don't know if it's the song itself or if it's because it's an NSYNC song and you don't fuck around with NSYNC songs is Pentatonic's happy, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. And just don't like, just like, it's done well. It's it done is. well, but don't leave. Well, NSYNC Chime alone. who takes out like half of the chorus every time they play it. And I, that makes me upset every year. Cause I'm always like, I, like I said, I'm jamming to that song because we've, we've had it forever. It's like 98, the song, the songs came out like NSYNC is our jam. It is our freaking. And so you jam along to it and then all of a sudden you're literally singing it and you're like, uh, uh I get disappointed That's what I don't every like about time. Covers. Yes. Like, I about covers is like, it just like, you can't sing along to it because they do different variations. Inflections or. Yes. Yeah. Whatever they're called. But yeah. And I. With or the, the note goes up versus they go down or yeah. something like that. They change it up and you're like, this is not like, my song. What I would love to hear on the radio, but would never be played on the radio is the song. It's that time of year by Marley Sue from Anna and the apocalypse, because it okay. is a dirty song. Yeah. And it's so good. So if you haven't heard it, guys go out, like put it on your Spotify. It's that time of year by Marley Sue. S I U S I U is how you spell her last name. Yeah. So good. You're fucking welcome. There's um, oh. I was gonna say I, there's a, a album like it was a group called Straight No Chaser that I found like a couple of Christmases ago or whatever, and they do a lot of Christmas songs, and it's all sort of same like Pentatonics, but not. But a lot of them are like some are covers and some are new ones. But one of them they did with Kristen Bell. It's "Text Me Merry Christmas." Ooh, you should, I like yes, Kristen Bell. you should listen to that one. It's very fun and very like it's 
Yep. Text me Merry Christmas. <laughs> Let me know you care. Like it's just because especially in our new day and age, it's just so silly and fun. But it's like, why haven't I heard that one on the radio before? Like, yeah. And you don't hear like Britney Spears, um, my Christmas, like my wish this often year. Often enough, I do often not hear enough. it often enough. I've heard it maybe twice on the yep. radio. I remember I was even when we were in Disney, they kept playing all of the same, like it was the same, like five Christmas songs over and over and over again. And they were usually classic ones. However, for some reason in our resort, we were at the pop century and they kept playing cool jerk. I don't know what that is. You do know what it is. Home alone Two. cool jerk. Oh, oh okay cool jerk and for some reason i was like this is not a christmas song but i get is why that what the word is i thought it was cougar no it's cool jerk oh <laughs> i thought it, oh my god this whole time i thought it i heard the word cougar <laughs> 30 years it took lady to realize that we said cool jerk not cougar I love it. Oh, so good. I know we just watched it like last weekend. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So they kept playing that one because they were playing all the Christmas songs that that would randomly be thrown in. And I'm like, because I'm the cool not- jerk. Get out of here, you little twerp. Yeah. I was. All right, I- slap you silly. I can't. Which he never should have been able to pick it up that well. No. He was saying that as he's leaving the bathroom. So there's no fucking way you'd be able to hear his continue singing. Right. Like. I when said, they were in the hotel. I was like, saying the same thing to Kevin this year too. I was like, this doesn't make sense. This is not, the, no. But I just thought it was so funny that they put it as one of the Christmas songs in our hotel. That is I'm like, really funny. It's That's not, really good. It's not a Christmas song, but it's in a Christmas movie and everyone knows that Christmas movie at this point. I, I was like, that, that was That's amazing. <laughs> so See, sometimes yeah. Christmas songs become Christmas songs, even if they're not. Yeah. Like Die Hard is a Christmas movie, even though it's not really a Christmas movie. Oh, it's a fucking Christmas movie. I don't care what Bruce Willis says. It's fucking Christmas movie. Right. When even the main lead actor says it is not a Christmas movie, it is not because it also came out in July. So Christmas movies usually come out at the holiday season. Why would you release a movie based like that is on Christmas, um, that is set on Christmas day and release it in July? Like, I know it's not technically a Christmas movie, but would it, why wouldn't you release it maybe like Thanksgiving or something like closer to that? And Cause like, I know why they released Hocus Pocus in July. Cause they wanted to compete with like Jurassic Park or something, or there was something coming out that October. They Jurassic didn't Park they didn't want to compete with. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like oh, I- Oh no, sorry, like, Nightmare. It was, it was oh, competing Nightmare against Jurassic Park, but it didn't want to compete against Nightmare. That's yeah. what it was. Like I, that I can understand, but at the top of my head, I can't think of another movie that hard, Die Hard had to go up against. But it also- Unless they just wanted to release it and just make the money off of it as long as they could. But it wasn't. So here's the thing. When they probably created, filmed, and did all of the storyboarding for it, it was not anticipated as a Christmas movie. And people have just inflected it as a Christmas movie over the years. So I think that's why. They just were like, oh, it's another action movie. And we always want to have our action movies come out in the summer because it's a big blockbuster action. And then it just happened to be. And then maybe they just decided later to set it at Christmas or something. But and it became adopted as a Christmas movie, but it was not, it was not originally produced to be a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know that. I just, in my opinion, any movie that takes place at Christmas and there's mention of Christmas is a fucking Christmas movie. That, in my opinion, you can yeah. disagree. Anyone can disagree with me. That's cool. That's your opinion. That's fine. Not going to argue, but yeah. that's how I feel about it. I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Sorry, Bruce Willis. I disagree with you. I agree with Bruce but, Willis because he is the star. 
And speaking anyway. of action Christmas movies, I'm so fucking excited to watch Violent Night. I can't wait to see this. I it's only in theaters at the moment, right? Like it's not on any type of streaming services. Like you can probably buy it, like purchase it to watch it at home, right? I vaguely. I'm gonna Google it right now. I think I saw YouTube. Maybe like I haven't. I haven't heard much about this movie, so I don't know. Have you like watched the preview or anything of it? I don't have TV. Like I have streaming. You have internet. It's It's been all over Facebook. How have you not seen? Do you know anything about it? Santa Claus gets violent. I just think I heard there's supposed to be a Christmas horror, but that was about it. I also don't watch horror movies. So like, I don't really. But it's not a horror movie. It is an, it's an action movie starring santa claus as the action hero starring david harbour really okay hold on no, okay none of this um, is no i'm not right about oh my god okay so it says an elite team of mercenaries breaks into a family compound on christmas eve taking everyone hostage inside so a really rich family however they aren't prepared for surprise combatants santa claus is on the grounds and he's about to show why this nick is no saint and if, like, okay, seriously, you just, you need to watch the trailer for it. It looks so good. It looks funny as hell and yeah. just action packed. Santa played by David Harbour, like Jim Hopper from Stranger Things as Santa Claus. I don't watch Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, you're killing me. <laughs> I was, I, I watched like literally when I was dating some guy, like before Kevin, he put it on for like a couple episodes and I was like, I can't, I can't get into this. So I was just like, I'm one of those, I guess I'm the, game of thrones person i've never really cared much for stranger things so i guess i'm that person like they were with game of thrones (laughs) well regardless if you are not a fan of stranger things whatever i think you still need to watch a trailer for this movie at least okay because like (laughs) it it looks so good and if it's streaming on any services i will pay the 24.99 for it yeah i want to fucking want i can't wait to see this movie it looks so fucking good yeah Um, no uh, not, no, for me, I, it was all of the other ones, like the Santa Clauses and Spirited and the Christmas Story Christmas yeah. that I, I want to like, see Spirited. I want to see Spirited. It's so okay. Good. So what is what is a Christmas movie that exists right now that you will not fucking watch? Regardless. Well, anything by Hallmark, for sure. I hate Hallmark movies. But like just like a specific like one specific movie. Is there one specific like for me? I know you're going to hate me for this is Elf fucking hate elf i hate that movie so much i can't fucking stand will ferrell he's so his acting is so over the top i will watch spirited because it's ryan reynolds you hear that it's it's i like talladega nights but elf was just so like it's the nails on a chalkboard for me kind of movie i just i'm trying to it's vomit inducing to me i just can't i'm honestly trying to think of like which one it is that i really really avoid or like for or a lot of people like... a lot of people it's the jim carrey grinchy stole christmas no i still have that one and i like it i yeah. still like i feel like i'm not cliche i guess like i definitely don't like hallmarks i can't handle the hallmarks um they're all the fucking same i mean trope. actually okay i guess i've only really watched it maybe three times and people are gonna fucking hate me for this one because of being a christmas nut they're all gonna be like how can you not love this one blah 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 but i just don't fucking like chevy chase oh yeah that's actually been a huge topic of conversation like this christmas i've been hearing a lot about i've never been a fan of chevy chase so it was one that i always avoided i've seen it but i avoided i heard who was 
go and put it on myself. I think I was listening to Chime and Brady and Tara were talking about um, fam- like Family Christmas Vacation is the movie we're talking about, National Lampoon's Family Christmas Vacation. And um, they were talking about how this is a movie that either you love or you hate. Yeah. There's no in between because either you hate Chevy Chase, but you love the movie and you're going to watch it. That's me. I can't stand Chevy Chase, but I love this movie. Yeah. Or you just hate the movie and you just, you can't watch it because you hate Chevy Chase. Yeah. Like that. And it's not because like you hate it because it's an awful movie. You hate it because of Chevy Chase. Yeah. Because he's such a fucking asshole. No. But I think his <laughs> assholery plays to the comedy in this movie that like, where are you going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. Wasn't talking to you. Referring to his wife, Margo. They're yeah. like, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Like, it has the so only many thing, good lines. The only thing that we, me and Kevin usually utilize is like, Every year, but getting the Christmas bonus because I'll joke with it. His, <laughs> his, his, they'll, the month club. they'll usually give him like a thousand dollars or something just for like a Christmas bonus or something. So I was like, oh, better get enough to install that pool there, hun. Like, so that's the only thing I've done. Although I did also remember hearing last year because I, I was debated on making a t shirt where it's like the hallelujah, holy fuck, where's the Tylenol? Because <laughs> surprisingly, no one. Like everyone else has all the other stuff on the t-shirts, like the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house, yada yada. But I've yeah, not seen shitter t-shirts. was full. Right. But I've not <laughs> seen a t-shirt where it's like, hallelujah, holy fuck, where's the Tylenol? And I was like, okay, I can I you can have see a cricket. That. Make I, one. I I have to be well, if you look that's what here, they're called, I'm, right? A cricket? That's what a cricket. If you look okay. here, I've been doing a bunch of stuff. So it may just be on the list of a, a t-shirt or something to put on. I was doing that's stuff, so awesome. we'll see. Lots of Christmas. Things. I think we need to start making our own shirts and doing merch. Uh, we'll we'll could talk or at least it. make them for ourselves. We'll talk about it, and then if we want to do it, we'll do it in May once I'm done school. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I didn't mean like okay. we have to start this next week. I meant like <laughs> we should come up with some like t-shirt ideas and like sell some merch because I, mean, I don't know. Maybe our listeners would like some merch. I mean, right? You know, our like and nine fans. I think so. actually, surprisingly, there's a lot more people on Instagram that do follow us that love our memes. So like, I, which I feel like I'm gonna have to change from putting them in the stories all the time to putting them actually on our like grid and just becoming like a millennial meme site. It seems like that's what would be more hits. So whatever. I was like, that's but, fine. Cause everyone's like, oh my God, this is like, there's a couple of people that have been like, your freaking stories are so funny. And I was like, oh, oh, I guess maybe I should be putting me cause it's just like the stupid little memes. You I, should. Find I, I think so. It probably like more eyes would see. Cause like, if you have like, if you have users like me who don't check their Instagram every day, right. they'll miss a lot of those stories. Right. Yeah. So, Whereas in, I'm more of a person that will, I will check your homepage and go yeah. through all the photos and stuff, like your photos and your reels that way. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a story watcher. I, I don't understand them. I don't get why they exist. What's the point of putting something up there for 24 fucking hours? Like, I don't get it. It's stupid to me, whatever. Don't yeah. care. But that's just, that's my own personal Instagram. Right. Feeling, so I was like, well, that might be, might, might be the way to go. Cause so I was like, that might, that was just a recent development that I was like, maybe that's the way I'll yeah. start doing it. So. Cause I mean, obviously we need to have a t-shirt or a hat or something that says hashtag millennial moment. Right. <laughs> we have to put the cha in there somehow. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to spell it. Right. But yeah. C-H-A, so. cha. Or just cha. No, it's gotta have an A cha. Gotta cha. Got a chat. People need to understand. I don't know. So, listeners, give us your uh, your advice or your give us your feedback. Let us know what you want. Yeah. You want. Um, yeah. So I think other than like Christmas vacation, I don't think there's any like like and the Hallmark Christmas movies. I can't handle those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any real ones that like I haven't not really like off the top of my head that I really really hate. I really enjoyed Noel. 
I watch I it like before adorable. bed. I have watched. I even have. I have. I wanted to. I have. I've had them for the last because like, what came out twenty nineteen, and I've had fucking fabric sitting there, but I just haven't had the time or whatever to do it to make my own Santa Claus costume for like Noel and having a girl like girly like Santa Claus costume. Because I was like, I yeah. love that movie. I watched it like at Christmas. I watch it like every night before bed as I'm falling asleep. I love it so much. And then when I was watching the Santa Claus's show, there Disney is definitely trying to broaden out Santa Claus. Because um, in this one, basically, Tim uh, Santa Claus wants to retire. So they're trying yeah. to bring in the replacements. And one of the replacements they bring in is Cal Penn. Yes. And then... Um, at the end of this episode I watched last night, they talk about how Santa had to go back into the Santa verse and went through all of the old Santa. Like he talked to all oh, of okay. Santas of history and all of them were men. And so Mrs. Claus and like the, he- the head uh, elf now, who's a girl, Betty, they're like, like he went to the Santa verse and it was all men. And she's like, don't even get me started on it. And I was like, that's Noel. Like that's a little throwback to Noel. I'm pretty sure. Like, why didn't you know? So I feel like Disney's really trying to broaden out the Santa Claus, which I agree. Like, why does Santa Claus have to, it's Saint. you the snowflakes? <laughs> right. So, I can like, hear them now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how, you know, why can't a, a girl for once be Saint? Because just like in Minnesota, they had the first their black Santa in the mall at the Mall of America and stuff. Yeah. So like, why? Like, I I get it. Like, why can't? Why does Santa have to be this white guy? Because that's yeah. how Coca Cola portrayed him forever. Well, now it's time for updates. Yep, it's why can't time, it be a girl. Why can't it be time for everyone why can't to be, be represented? A black man, right? Yeah. Why can't it be a black woman? Why can't it be a Native American? Right. Like, like why can't it be non gender? exactly right? so like let's be real santa's well i mean without santa. the santa and the mrs claus that's sort of i get the non-gender but it's like at the same time that part that part doesn't work if you want the mrs claus so anyway. i guess um next your favorite christmas movie i guess mm. since we didn't really t- say what our favorite one was i guess which this one i don't even oh i don't know like okay so like Mine every changes. year mine does too my every year Aaron and I, the first Christmas movie we we always watch is Christmas Vacation and it's always the movie we watch Christmas Eve mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily my favorite like I don't I don't think I have a favorite favorite I don't think I can pick one like I love a Christmas story yeah well love especially it. like in the 90s when it was a 24-hour Christmas story on TBS you could yeah. not love Christmas story like because I mean like how do you pick a favorite like how do you pick a favorite like, like I know you can if Kevin was to tell you what my favorite Christmas movie is, he would say Just Friends. Because Probably. Then, like, yeah. but I, like, but at the same time, the first couple of years that we were together, like I would watch it like five, six, seven times during Christmas season because it's mm-hmm. just so funny. Like Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris, and it, oh, they're just, it's just a hilarious freaking movie. I, I love I it. I really enjoyed Four Christmases. Yes, I uh, love that one. Was Reese Witherspoon so, and and is it Vin, Ben Affleck? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince Vaughn. So this right. is yeah. like the when I go to my Christmas movies now. These are kind of the ones that I start out with: Four Christmases, Fred Claus, The Night Before, and Office Christmas Party. Oh, I and just the friends, night before. Obviously. Those the ones night before are like so good, and I do. I love- hated it. And I'm just like, why? It gives you so many fucking props to 
to our favorite Christmas movies, like the Home Alone thing, the Sticky Bandit thing. Like that was hilarious that she drops fucking Hot Wheels or something like that. Like the oh, like, micro like, machines. So funny. Obviously I, not kid friendly. I but, agree. No, it was. I not love a Julian movie. Bell. I love same, Julian Bell. Same with Office Christmas Party. It is also I not. It is so I haven't watched funny. bad I haven't watched Bad Mom's Christmases either oh yet. Yeah, that is so good as well. Aaron, and also I know that I want to watch it. Of Will Aaron Ferrell, and I want but also check out um Daddy's Home 2 because it's a Christmas one and it's got Mark Wahlberg and it's I think so you've funny. told me this one already. I think we talked about this like a little while. I think this was last Christmas. Last Christmas probably. This. And you were like, because cause I was like, I hated Big Daddy. I couldn't get through it. I just I had to fucking turn it off after like a half an hour. I just it was awful. Daddy's home. So yeah. or Daddy's home. That's what I meant. And so then you were telling me like, well, no, Daddy's home too. Like, is that it's Christmas, Christmas? And one. it's so much better and it's really funny. And I haven't given it a shot yet. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. But I haven't. Aaron and I want to watch. We both want to watch Bad Mom's Christmas together. And we just haven't had. We haven't found the time together to watch it yeah oh i've seen so, i watched that one like i think i've watched that one once or twice this yeah. year already <laughs> maybe i'll try to convince him to watch it like tonight maybe or something like after yeah. the it is it is so funny and it's and actually because i'm in school at the very beginning the uh oh my gosh what her name is katie katherine hahn um her yeah character- i love her <laughs> i'm like her name i know right it's right there um her character she gets a job in this one so she's like a she actually is an esthetician working okay in- yeah that explains that little scene in the preview with the guy with his legs up and her between his legs yeah so like as a, as i'm going through this like we were learning about like the brazilian like actually we we're learning about manzillions at one point and i'm like all i could think about was when you see it the scene in this one when she meets um what's his face justin Green Arrow from uh, fucking Superman back in the day. I don't know. I the hot guy, right? This is us. He's in. He was on This Is Us. Justin. I never uh, watched it. Um. No, he was in like fucking a lot of uh, WB shows. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is his name? It has escaped me. Like, wasn't he like in the OC and One Tree Hill? Like, wasn't didn't he have like guest roles on these? Justin Hartley. He was Justin Hartley. That's it. Yeah, I'm his just, name was escaping me. I feel like he was in Seventh Heaven. He might have been. He was very pop. Like he's been around forever since at least like the 2001s ones and stuff that I remember. And yeah, so he's he's been and there's a scene in them and like at the very end he does this like he's supposed to be like a male stripper but he has no rhythm in it whatsoever. <laughs> no rhythm when he's so no magic Mike, huh? No, there's a reason he wasn't in that movie. No rhythm whatsoever um but every time every time we're in class and we're doing stuff I'm just I just keep thinking of that scene where she's like because at first she comes in and she's like everybody wants their pussy whacked for Christmas I don't get it and so I like all the time now I'm just like this is this is like my thought so going into the industry I'm just gonna be like okay Christmas is gonna be busy because every woman wants their pussy whacked for Christmas (laughs) oh good lord yeah no I'm looking and I don't Smallville. I never watched Smallville. Like he was in Smallville, but I never watched it. Yeah, he was. That's the same. He was. Like, I know him from. I know him from other things. Like he's been in a ton of shit. Just like yeah, randomly. I don't know. I'm going through his IMDb, and I'm not really seeing anything that I recognize. Have Um, you watched Senior Year? Sorry, he's in that one. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. That was a good one. Um, But yeah, it was. So um, yeah, so Bad Mom's Christmas. Yeah, like I can't. 
I don't have like, like I said I don't have a favorite favorite yeah. it just kind of changes sort of every and year like there's some ones that I just like to watch more often I love Office Christmas Party because Fortune Feimster even though she only has yeah. like the tiniest of roles in it she plays an Uber driver that and oh, whenever, her. whenever people keep canceling on her she's like bunch of bitches so me and Kevin also do that oh one I can picture and hear her saying that bunch like of bitches yes bitches I, 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 oh, I love her so much I'm like she's I watched so that funny. movie just for her which is like, all the rest of it is ones. good too because I haven't watched I haven't watched Office Party or anything like that like I haven't watched Office Christmas Party or whatever so the one good. before that one is um what's the one before that the night before the Office Christmas, Christmas Party pr- isn't Office Christmas Party isn't that a sequel to something no no it's just its own it's just on its own okay I'll have to watch that one Daddy's but Home yeah, like, and really... Bad Moms were sequels yeah. to the first ones um one of the newer show movies, well, not newer, but like a few years old is like, like I already mentioned, it was Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. Like if you haven't heard of this movie listeners, um, this is if high school musical happened at Christmas during a zombie apocalypse. It's fucking fantastic. It's an amazing, awful movie. And I love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. It's so good. Um, really great songs. It has an awesome soundtrack. Like I said, it's that time of year by Marley Sue. Great, dirty, dirty Christmas songs. Fantastic. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah. great. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Where's it? What's the one line where it's, um, I've warmed your milk and made your favorite snack. Uh, so come on over and unload your sack. Mm. Tie those reindeer up. Um, cause you'll be a while. I know I'm the one who knows how to make you smile. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, but again, I don't think I have a favorite Christmas movie. I don't think I can nail it down. I have like I have like a top five that I probably have to watch every year or that I watch throughout the year. Well, let's be real. I have a stack of DVDs that I have to try and get through every Christmas season. That's what I usually try. Yeah, and do. like you have like the largest collection of Christmas movies I have ever seen of anybody. And I don't even have them all either. That's the sad part. That's all of the like good kind of ones that I like, you know, they're like, I don't have the Mm -hmm. meet me in St. Louis or I don't have it's a wonderful life or white Christmas. Like I don't have a lot of the old classics. Next, next topic of conversation. Then Chris famous classic Christmas movies. You haven't seen. I have never seen miracle on 34th street. I've never seen it's a wonderful life. I think I had to watch it's a wonderful life at school one year, but up until then, I don't think Mm -hmm. I've seen it since then. Um, I do. Oh, I, I remember watched White Christmas. I remembered another Christmas movie that we watch every year, Scrooged, with Bill Murray. I have that one on DVD upstairs. Yeah, yeah we have it on VHS, but that's another one we watch. And the Muppets Christmas. Yes, the Muppet Christmas. We Carol. already watched the Christmas Carol. Spirited with, uh, is a is a new iteration of a Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. It's it's not exactly it, but it's sort of they do follow the three things, but there is also a different twist to it, which is kind of fun. They did put a twist on the Christmas Carol this time, because like. Yeah, like it was a Scrooge. Um, it was the other Muppets one. The one, the Muppets Christmas where Sesame Street shows up and Fraggle Rock shows up where they go to Fozzie's mom's house and she rented it out for the holiday. I think that was a special. I don't know if I've seen that one recently. Well, we have it on VHS. So yeah. we watch it. Um, yeah. I watched, we watched it last year and for some reason I couldn't turn the subtitles off. So I had taken pictures of the Swedish chef when he's talking with yes and it's hilarious like these words that it's so funny like yeah, that's gibberish so words funny. that he says so yeah so funny so good um uh, okay favorite christmas tv show episodes that's what i don't i'm not sure because like i feel like i've also started watching some tv shows that are just christmified as well so it's like i'm not oh that merry christmas happy whatever 
Mary, Mary Happy Whatever. Whatever's TV show. Yeah. That was only one season. Oh, so good. I highly yeah. recommend it to our listeners. So there funny. was another one that was Dash and Lily, which is a little more teeny bopper based, but it's still kind of cute. I love, I love Never watching that it. one. It's on Netflix. Um, I just like, I mentioned earlier, um, I've started binging Boy Meets World because I'm listening to Pod Meets World. Yeah. Oh, which is another thing I forgot to tell you is listening to Pod Meets World. I'm pretty sure that Will Friedle is my person. Like listening to him talk is like as if I were talking. Yeah. Like he's he's funny. <laughs> he's great. Yeah. And just the shit that comes out of his mouth, I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm in love with you. I'm like, yeah, pretty sure. And when that movie when that show came out, he was like 16, 17, I was 10. Yeah. So like I liked Ryder Strong, obviously, because like at that age. But now as an adult, I'm just like, yeah, well, Fredell is my jam. Right. Like, so Watching Boy Meets World, I just watched season, I think it's season four Christmas episode. It's called uh, uh, Topanga Christmas or something. Mm -hmm. I really hated this episode. I'm sorry, Boy Meets World fans and cast and crew and creators, whatever, but I hated this episode simply because I didn't buy it as a Topanga character trait. So basically Topanga comes over. And Spence, her parents are going away on a holiday or something. So she doesn't want to leave Corey for for Christmas. So she's staying at the Matthews house for Christmas. And she basically doesn't force them, but she basically in her shy, sweet, innocent kind of, I'm adorable and pretty, just do what I want kind of thing where she's just like, oh, well, my, okay. So it started with like, she saw their Christmas tree and it's aluminum foil Christmas tree. It's a silver fake Christmas tree. And she's like, well, my family, we, have a we would always tree. go to, we oh. would go to Vermont and cut down our own Christmas tree and blah, 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 blah. And she just kind of gives a look to Corey and it did like, um, an optical flip is what they call it on their podcast, an optical yeah. flip where they are now at a Christmas tree farm, six hours away in Vermont, getting a Christmas tree. Sounds like and she's a like, spoiled little brat from this episode. That That's exactly what this episode shows is that she she basically it's based the episode is basically just to show you that just because you're in love with someone doesn't mean you know them because Corey and Topeka they're still high school students they don't live together they don't know each other as well as they think they do you're also so only is, in high school you don't exactly. need to know each other so that well yeah this like. is that episode this is the episode where they're talking about it ha- it's a has a good moral value kind of lesson to it where it's like they all did love relationships are about compromise so like Corey's family traditions and Topanga's family traditions can't overshadow each other. They need to come to a compromise of which whose family's traditions they're going to keep and which ones they're going to let go of. And that's something that Topanga wasn't understanding. That's something Corey wasn't understanding until like, of course, they talked to Mr. Feeney because, you know, Mr. Feeney knows everything. Because when you're an adult, you create your own traditions as a family. Exactly. You don't have to worry about those traditions. So Corey had this kind of like a Christmas Carol type dream where Mr. Feeney came to him and took him to the future. So Topanga and Jack, um, Sean's half brother, Jack played by Matthew Lawrence were the ones that um, were got married because Topanga and Corey couldn't settle on their differences or whatever. And lo and behold, they have a silver Christmas tree. And I'm just, because they compromised. And that was Feeney's lesson was like, they compromised. Another reason why I fell in love with Will is because I totally forgot about his Mr. Feeney yell, his Mr. Feeney call. Where he goes out to the backyard. He goes, Mr. Feeney, Mr. Feeney. And I'm just like, I love it so much. It needs to be on a t-shirt. It needs to be on a t-shirt. 
yeah, but yeah, like that was, I did not like that episode because I just, because at the end of the episode, they, they make up and they realize like, yeah, it's about compromise, blah, blah, you know, whatever, Corey Schmanga stuff. Cause you know, they get married and they have girl meets world, but yeah, I just, I didn't like that episode because it just wasn't a Topanga character trait to me that I, cause she's always about inclusivity and being welcoming and listening and compromising. And that's just not what the episode was about. And I didn't like it. Yeah, I could get that. I could totally get that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying, like, obviously the most classic Christmas episode of any show that we remember is obviously like the Simpsons. Cause it was their very first episode, which was like a Christmas episode. Is that um, the one they got Santa's little helper, right? Yeah, the one where they get Santa's little yeah. helper and Bart gets the tattoo that says "Muzz." <laughs> Ow, quit it! Yeah. Ow, quit it! <laughs> and then he gets, yeah, yeah, they don't finish the tattoo, so it just says "Mother Muzz." Yeah, moth. moth. <laughs> <Instead of> mother. <laughs> I um, like moths. Right. Um, just, also, another one you have to mention because it is just in your fucking brain is that episode of Full House where they get stuck at the airport. Please tell oh, me you remember that. Uh, vaguely, yeah. but Aunt Becky was, it was like to to Nebraska or something like that. They were going to Disneyland for oh, Christmas. Okay. And like in Florida, because they live in California. And Disney they got Wilson. snowed in. And they got snowed in. And what was the... Well, I was watching it last year. And I took a picture of a free... I paused it because it was on subtitles. And it was um, Becky and Jesse under the mistletoe. And Jesse comes over and is like, oh, you're in a mistletoe, blah, blah, blah. We have to kiss, blah, blah, She goes, well, I guess I am a law-abiding citizen. And I'm like, not in hindsight, you're not. <laughs> and here's the thing. Because so he's in- like, it's Christmas law. And I'm just playing, making a joke about her, you know, paying yeah, yeah. her kids so into college. What are they? Where, so they were stuck in an air. I don't remember this episode or whatever. So they were stuck <gasps> in an airport where? Um, it was they had to do an emergency landing because of fog and some storm or something that was coming in. It was Christmas Eve. Okay. I don't remember what airport it was a little airport, obviously, but their, their flight had to land because it couldn't land in Florida or something. Cause there was a huge storm blocking the way. And so they land. Uh, Stephanie is, compl- is very upset because how is Santa going to find her now? She left the a map for him at the house to tell him where, she was so he could bring her her presents and whatever right and so they're all in the airport and all of the people just kind of band together to try to cheer up the kids that are there because it's christmas eve and like Santa's yeah. not gonna fucking show up and whatever and then nearing the end of the episode because the, the presents are missing because like the presents don't get off the plane or something and they're in checked baggage um, so they're just sitting there yeah the, yeah so was they're all sleeping it's nighttime and they're all sleeping oh joey tries to cheer her up and she knows it's joey because he's in his 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 santa costume but she knows his voice she knows it's joey and it yeah 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 so they all go to sleep that night danny is laying on the conveyor belt michelle pushes the belt the button and it it moves danny she couldn't and she couldn't but that's okay (laughs) So, so what was it if i'm remembering it correctly Danny goes down the conveyor belt and through the hole and disappears. And then out come, I think, the suitcase full of presents that is now open and overflowing with presents covered in snow, I think. 
And then they're just like, oh, it's Christmas, Merry Christmas, blah, 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 blah. And they're excited and they're handing out presents. They're like, where's Danny? And that's when Michelle pushes the button again. And then Danny comes in on the conveyor belt covered in snow. So this is and- what I'm asking, because if you're going from California over to Florida, you're not probably, you're not yeah. going over places that have snow. This is um, why I was confused. Let me, why they let were- me just look up the episode really quick, because I could be wrong on their destination, but that's what I thought where they were going. Um. I feel like uh, I just for some reason thought like for some re- I don't know maybe she was talking about Nebraska but I just feel like somewhere in my memory there was Becky in an airport and they were stranded or something and she was either they were going to well Nebraska I think or she, she was, was going home Nebraska. to Nebraska but I don't think okay. they were going with her okay that makes sense because um, I'm like that's the only thing I remember about an episode of that is she was supposed to go to Nebraska or something and they were stuck in an airport or something Again, this is um, 30 years second season ago in a memory here guys that I'm I'm untapping here it's our, it was called our yeah it was called our very first christmas show oh it doesn't say where they were going the only description is the family gets snowed in at an airport on christmas eve meanwhile stephanie worries that santa won't be able to find her yeah so i'm not sure where they were going listeners if you know more details fill it in, oh. let us know. also let's talk about the christmas armadillo <laughs> since we're talking about christmas episodes i figured we have to but finishing out finishing out that full house episode yes (laughs) um santa real santa actually does show up because santa claus shows up to stephanie and and she's just like it's okay thanks joe or hi joey and joey's sitting right behind her and goes not me steph She's like, what? It's Santa. And then that's when the presents come down the conveyor belt. That's when that happens. And Santa is just like, you mean these presents? And it goes jingle, jingle, jingle. And they're like, oh, no. And they run to the presents. They turn around to thank Santa and he's gone. Yeah. And then she sees on someone's random laptop, it says, like, she it said, it said, thanks for the map, Stephanie. And it showed, like, her map that he that she left for him and whatever, just instilling the magic of Christmas in children all over the world. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's a very classic episode that stays in my mind but yes the christmas armadillo Christmas armadillo. (laughs) so if you don't know what we're talking about that's obviously the episode of friends of christmas where ross is trying to teach his son about um, judaism judaism and christmas and half jewish the the, the, the difference between them and you know christmas judaism and hanukkah can be just as good but you know obviously santa's got more for a kid who's half and half santa seems to have more appeal i guess so Ross is just mm-hmm. trying to, he tries to, I guess, entice him with the Christmas armadillo. <laughs> well, because there was no Santa Claus costume left at the rental place. Yeah. And then who walks in dressed as Santa? Chandler. Chandler. And then Ross gets all fucking mad. I hate Ross. Ross was my least favorite character. Uh, I know. I always hated him. And then Rachel was a close opinion. second. Rachel was Unpopular a close opinion. I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. Rachel should have ended up with Joey not Ross because Ross had this obsessive lusty idea that was Rachel Green yeah he's been in love with high school Rachel Green forever and to him she was a goal he was possessive he was jealous he was controlling manipulative gaslighting like Ross is the fucking worst I hate that guy like he's I, I also never liked him, so I don't... I, did I, not like him at all. And Joey loved Rachel for Rachel. Well, that's he the loved funny everything thing is like her. Everyone used to bitch and complain about Joey being kind of like the, the bum of the show, but it's like, no, he kept a stable he job. A he, he has a heart. heart. 
he was such a, he was always there for any of his friends could i be wearing any more clothes like, <laughs> like he was always yeah he was always just a, a nice guy and even like when he did get his day's role and he moved out from chandler and stuff like that he was still like he missed him and he's like this is just he was still he had a right. moment of i'm a star yes he had a moment but he very quickly came back down to earth, was very humbled Realized by it. My stardom is nothing without my friends or exactly. my family, but to them, yeah. their friends is their family. Your success means nothing without the people you love around you celebrating that or and being happy. Winifred and also had and... to learn that the hard way because yes, of her sisters. Did. Power is nothing she without did. the people around you. Basically, that's yeah. what all these are going to teach us. The most powerful person in the world <clears throat> is probably the most loneliest. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason. Left. I was going to say, there's also a reason uh, Jeff Bezos is, he, is always seen yeah. with different girls every other time and his wife divorced him. Got like a $250,000 fucking loan from his parents and all that shit. Like, no, all of these like super massively wealthy people. Yeah, they built their companies from the ground up with a very large donation from their wealthy parents. Because people don't find that interesting. But yeah, we all seem to find the Kardashians so fucking interesting for some reason. I'm That's, unbelievably so sick of the Kardashians. Oh, I, I know. Unfollowed I on everything. Like, Did you I'm see that sorry? when I posted the other day that there was some guy who created an app to filter out all Kardashian stuff and they're like, not all hero wears capes. <laughs> Possibly. I think I posted, so. Yeah, it was a little meme or whatever that was like, yeah, some guy figured out how to can, filter out all the Kardashian news from your feed. And I was like, oh, oh. Can beautiful. we create an app that filters out any of our Facebook friends posting about Elf on the Shelf? You asked about that one and I don't know. I did. And I can know. can someone out there just fucking create that? Because I'm so tired of seeing an Elf on the Shelf picture every fucking day from 80 of my goddamn friends. Sorry, friends. Remember? I love you. But can you not? And it's not even that like it's. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, there will be no Elf on a Shelf on my house. Uh, but I did see uh, there is actual real versions of Snoop on a Stoop, which that I might get for my kids. <laughs> And then there's another one where you can friend get of mine has one of those Snoop and Martha. We're talking about Snoop Dogg, by the way, not yeah, Snoopy. Snoop Dogg. On, yeah. Snoop on a stoop. Yeah. You know, and then you have so. one, they have one with Martha oh. as well, too. And then I think going back to like Christmas songs on the radio, that fucking Snoop Dogg Christmas song from Pitch Perfect 2. There's Anna actual Kendrick? full version. Yeah, there's a full yeah. version of it. It's fantastic. And it I should get radio play, too. They played it, I think, the first, like when Pitch Perfect came out and then they stopped playing it. And that's the other thing. It's like something that's comes released and then they stopped great. playing it just because it wasn't popular anymore. Like, yeah. Well, then they have to reignite the interest of the public for that and start fucking mm. playing it again. Which is kind of funny because like in the Santa Clauses, that's one of the things is like, actually a couple of the newer christmas specials seem to be like alluding to the fact that christmas christmas spirit is dying nowadays well it first kind of started out in elf which was 2000 the santa claus is in the tv show they kind of talk about how like christmas like there's this ball that like changes colors as christmas spirit dies and stuff like that so it is kind of interesting how like there's all these people that seem to think that like the christmas spirit is dying but then when you think about it it's like no the holidays it's not that christmas spirit is dying is that people are just becoming more aware that there's also other holidays to celebrate around this time that it's not just mm -hmm christmas and not only that i think ugh, a lot of people like us like us like millennials are getting older and just like it's with the rising cost of everything christmas is so fucking expensive like it's we're not just, doing it in the lavish losing... ways our parents did is yeah. what it is we're not and losing we're also... the spirit we're just not doing the lavish that the parents did spending fifteen thousand dollars at christmas or something trying to like reignite the spirit of christmas or the spirit of a holiday by telling like showing our kids and stuff that it is about the people that you spend it with the people that you love 
Or and the things that you do with each other versus yeah, the, it's more, the gifts like, and the... Who, who is it? Drew Barrymore doesn't buy gifts for her kids. She takes them on holidays. She takes them on trips because she would rather have them, give them experiences, the material things. And I, if yeah. we could, I like, we could probably afford to do that maybe next year, but, and I would love to, I would so rather just go on a trip than have mm. to go and face the fucking mall. I hate the fucking mall. Having to go face people filled well, stores. Here's the other like, thing. You're shopping in stores versus shopping online. To yes, save but if you're like grief. me and I'm kind of procrastinating, which I did this year and I fucking shouldn't uh, have. We haven't even it. purchased anything. So I yeah, feel you on that one. But now it's too close to Christmas. I won't get anything in time. Like I can't. So I have a few left, a few things I have left to do. Like I still have to go grab stocking stuffers. And um, I'm pretty sure one of my daughter's gifts is not going to get here on time, which is super unfortunate because I'm so excited to give it to her. But um, yeah, that will just have to, I'll have to like print out a picture or something and be like, hey, this is what you're getting when it gets here. Um, and also, I was old enough that you don't December. necessarily need the magic either. You yeah. Like you're getting well, this, okay. but you know. This was another like thing that kind of made me feel a little old. So I guess I could count this as a millennial moment is, so yesterday we were talking, I was talking to Aiden Riley and I was telling them that about Christmas day, because we, in the first time in 10 years, we get them Christmas day. We'll have them for Christmas morning. I'm so fucking stoked. So I told them, I was just like, I'm so excited to have you guys for Christmas morning. I was like, and if you guys think that you are sleeping past 5 a.m., you are fucking wrong. <laughs> They're like, Aiden's goes, I'm okay with that. And Riley's like, five. I'm like, yeah, five. I am up at four fucking 30. We are getting up at five opening presents and you can go back to bed while I'm making breakfast <laughs> or whatever. And so then Aiden goes, he's like, well, to be perfectly honest, Christmas is kind of boring now. And I'm like, ah. Oh! boring you're 16 how is christmas boring and he's just like well that's why you don't have a mother that's giving you good magic at christmas that's why we're excited to spend christmas with you guys because it's really it's it's great to actually spend christmas with someone who's excited about it Mm. who is stoked about christmas and i'm just like that makes me feel so good thanks buddy yeah oh like they're excited to spend christmas with us and i'm just like that excites me i'm just i'm so excited to do like our christmas eve thing we're gonna i might even let them open like something on christmas eve like my parents used to let us do when we were little we'd open one present on christmas we always did the pajamas on christmas eve so then we exactly you felt like you had a present to open Maybe I'll open. Oh, maybe I'll get them because that's what I wanted to do this year. I wanted to get us all matching Christmas Christmas pajamas. Yeah, and that's usually like the the nice Christmas because then you sleep in your brand new pajamas or whatever, and that's and so then that's we usually will match good... for all our pictures in the morning. So I don't get full on matching. Just get like matching bottoms yeah. instead of tops and bottoms because those always look crazy. Yeah. And then like because no one really wears the tops anyway, so just get like good matching bottom bottoms. I'm not. Um, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Drink. Um. The fuck I. I had something to say. No, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Anyways, continue. I'll think of it. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Her- traditions we were talking about. Oh, right. So I'm not going to have a repeat of last year where I accidentally gave Aiden his dad's big gift. And then I accidentally gave Riley her big gift first, thinking it was her clothes. And I, I totally fucked up Christmas last year. I just, I gave everyone the wrong fucking present. Like it was just awful. So this year I took your advice and I wrapped everyone's Christmas presents in its own wrapping paper so i don't do that <laughs> see little things that make things so much easier for you on that I day i am capable funny, of learning i i know it, and i know it seems like oh why would you do it all the same but then like once you get there you're like oh my and also it just kind of looks nice aesthetically also under the tree as well 
like a little nice and then you've got like and then yeah you can be like okay you're all the blues yeah. you're all the reds and you're all the greens and yep. so it's so much easier that's really exactly is. what I did yep. so but like and we also Aaron and I kind of minimalized a little bit this year. we went a little overboard last year because we could afford to give them a really good Christmas last year like we hadn't been able to in the years before so but this year we they're getting older it's getting really difficult to buy for them so we stuck with like the five gift rule the something um was it something to wear something to read something was it something they want something they need and something to eat I believe or something like that because you gotta give them chocolate Christmas chocolates you can't not come on Aiden well he's not here so I don't have to whisper this but (laughs) Riley's still asleep and she could probably hear me so I'm not going to tell you what I'm getting her but Aiden every year gets one of those ten dollar giant tubs of smart food yeah with like it's gonna be like fifteen dollars now fucking inflation Uh, no still ten bucks okay it's like ten dollars at Walmart did the package shrink yes Okay. So that's what I noticed that last year because he didn't like the cinnamon ones. He didn't like the cinnamon flavored ones. So he gave them to me. Oh, I love those ones. And they are, they're the size of like the $2 bag of smart food at the dollar store. Mm -hmm. So they're like, they're probably like, because they're a size between like a personal size and like a normal size, not family value, but like a normal size one is, but I was watching uh, marketplace CBC or one of those CBC marketplace type shows or whatever. They were talking about the recent inflation or shrinkflation and waterflation. So all of the things is that one of them is shrinkflation. So the packaging it's staying the same price, but the packaging is going down, which I saw, I was making chippets or I was making baking. So I bought chippets, you know, uh, chocolate chips or whatever. Yeah. I had an old one from before pandemic. That was two, I think it was two eighty three. And then now Kevin bought me new ones and they were 270, the exact yep. same price or even yep. more in price. They're um, adding water to things that weren't supposed to have water before. So like some guy, there was an, a pumpkin pie filling. The third ingredient was water, which it never used to be. Hmm. So they're doing all of these different things to make Free additives in order to, okay. Or, yeah. Or they're watering things down or shrinking in price, but still keeping the same, like keeping the same price, but shrinking or adding water to it. So you're not getting the same good quality. And so that they can charge the same, but I don't know, whatever. So it's the stupid shrinkflation, all of this inflation, like things that they're doing. And you're just well, like, you is a shit. Going back to the chippets thing. It was the same thing yesterday. Cause I had to grab chocolate chips. Cause I'm going to make, I'm going to make probably like banana chocolate chip muffins this weekend. And um, I grabbed just a pack of the, the 271, mm-hmm. right. They were at Walmart. They were 298 or 297, 298, three yeah, bucks, 299 usually for a pack yeah. of 270. The big bags are nine twenty, I okay. believe. And at Walmart, it, it didn't say it was a sale price or anything like that. Um, but it, they were nine ninety seven, and so I'm like, I'm doing the math, and to get three, to get the same amount in the small package, that would equal the chip it. The big package would cost me like twelve dollars in the little packs. So like the bigger pack was just made more sense. So if you take the time to do the math, you can save yourself money. Well, that's what this thing was saying. Exactly. It's saying that you should actually start buying based on the like per unit cost versus the whole overall cost. Because like, yeah. And if you can, because being two people, we can't really buy a whole bunch of bulk stuff because it's either going to sit in freezer or cupboard for like years or stuff. Yes. So if you have a bigger bulk family, sometimes doesn't make sense. Exactly. If you have a bigger family going in bulk and like looking at, they even say like looking at the, breaking it down per unit is actually the better way to kind of do it right now. So then you feel yeah. like you're getting your cheaper price. But again, you can't always do it because if you don't have enough people and if it's going to go to waste versus you doing the savings in that respect, you're just better off spending the extra 50 cents knowing you're not going to have extra waste. 
but yeah. either way it's this this fucking inflation has made this christmas and i think a lot of people have actually been feeling it this christmas like there doesn't seem to be as many people out shopping or as many people My... seeing it, like they're buying and things like people are even saying like i can't afford much this year like it's 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 gonna be a like aaron and i are doing a lot better financially this year than we ever have yeah but we, our bills have gone up because like our we had to move our rent tripled from our, our, our last place. and you moved like, in the pandemic too and we moved during pandemic and so it no, was... naturally all prices of rent is atrocious yeah. now so like we're actually on the low end for what we have to be honest so i'm very grateful for where we are and what we're paying we're still paying three times the amount that we were used to but it's still not it's we're still paying less than two grand for our three bedroom three bathroom three story yeah with a fenced in yard and shit like we're like we got lucky with our place i'm very grateful for that i'm grateful for to our landlords for it yeah um but yeah, like, cause I think like the adults, like, cause normally like with my mom's side, like my, my side of the family, we, there's like my mom, my dad, me, Aaron, my sister, her partner, and my sister, Aaron, the seven adults that we would all buy each other for each other. And it was normally like, we would spend like probably like a hundred dollars each person. And mm -hmm. like, it got so expensive. So this year we're not, we are just buying for Lincoln. And like my parents obviously will buy for us, even though I told them not to, because they paid for a lot for my wedding. I was like, no, like, just don't fucking pay for anything. Like I don't, and obviously I'm going to get my parents something. I might get my sisters a little something because I know they're going to get me something too, but it's not going to be like a hundred dollars worth. Yeah. And then like with Aaron's side of the family, we did the same thing. We're, we were just going to pay for kids and we have a secret Santa thing going on that is optional. If we want to be part of it or not. Yeah. And it's like a hundred bucks, a couple $50 gift cards to a restaurant. No, we're not talking about that. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're going through that. I I'm so sorry you're going through that. No, That's but really just, sucks, but I'm really is, proud of you for for setting boundaries. But and basically, it's to say that I don't no have to spend because there's five kids in that family yep. plus my dad and Sheila plus yep. whatever their children and their husbands. That yep. is too many fucking people. So I get to save myself money because I no longer have to deal with their Christmas holidays. So I go to Kevin's, but Kevin has a brother and a sister. They have a significant other. They each have two kids. Now, mind you, they don't really care too much about the presents or anything, which is nice. Like. We can buy yeah. a little, like I've actually made them all t-shirts. So, and I know that'll be things that they'll enjoy. So, yeah. but yeah, but saving, look, saving money is a look, good thing. Yeah. And I look forward to like, honestly, for me, like I've come to realize that I have two different love languages. So one of my love languages is intimacy, touching, like not sex or anything like that, funny. but like just affection. I know you, you fucking hate being touched. So um, like for me, it's physical affection. And that's why I give you hugs, even though if you don't want them, but I'm right. working on it. I know Mo consent. All well, that stuff. I don't No, I don't care. Cause but, Monique is the same thing. And she always yeah. gives like this. I don't if, if people want to do it, I'm not going to say yeah. no, but I'm a touch the arm, put my hand on their shoulder kind of like, and I'm working on it. Cause I, I am aware not everyone likes that. Right. So I'm working on it. Um, and then my other love language is gift giving. Same. I that's my love giving one. things. And, and personally, I would prefer to make something or give something like I love giving gifts like from the heart like I don't I'm not just gonna like here's a gift card like Woo, oh I did that's it. why I loved Christmas I like because giving I always from the loved heart. getting the best present that I could find for people and watching them open it on Christmas yeah. like that was my like, favorite thing I was up until about a week or two ago like I was so I'm nor I normally kill it at Christmas for Aaron every year I yeah. make him cry every year with something and that's my goal and um but this year I've just like I have no clue. I have no fucking idea what to get him. And then all of a sudden I, I had a flat, like a flood of ideas and I think I killed it this year. And I'm yeah. so excited to see his reaction to one of the gifts that I got him. I can tell you what it is because he's not going to listen to this 
before Christmas, obviously, and he's not home. Do you remember in our vow, in my vows, I always, I told him that um, I'll always be like the Mothra to his Godzilla. Okay. So I bought, I got him, I went to t-shirt time and got him a shirt with a picture of Godzilla on it that says her Godzilla in Godzilla writing. And then I got my shirt printed that said his Mothra with a picture of Mothra. Shirts. I think they're adorable. And, I can, I but I wanted my, something, I, I wanted something to, different. I wanted mini, something, his I know. For that, and I'm like, no. But no. I wanted, because you always see the typical, like, like her king, his queen. Like they're always, they're all just very generic and they're all the same. So I wanted something mm. that would have been like, that's I personal see, to us. See, I see all the cricket ones. So that's why I'm saying I've seen all of these personalized ones. And I'm like, they're so lame for me. But um, I also got him, I think this is the picture or this is what's going to make him cry. This gift is so when we do, you, you saw like my wedding pictures, the picture of us doing the roundhouse, holding up our feet. So there's a picture of us doing that in our wedding attire. We're doing that picture where we're holding our feet like that. And so I got it blown up uh, into like a poster size and I framed it and it's going to go in our basement downstairs in our yoga studio. And I think that is going to make him cry. And I really hope it does. I'm stuck on what to get my parents this year though. No idea. My mom hates going out. So now I'm starting to rethink getting her gift cards to um, the Jacob St. Jacob's Playhouse Theater. Well, so, it's, it's I a different kind of going out though. Like yeah. it's a it's an edited theater, so she might she might still enjoy it. Or because she could yeah, also do she, like an afternoon where it's not yeah. as busy sometimes. I'm not sure makes. if she can sit that long in those chairs anymore. Like her health just is seriously declined this year. So I don't know. I like I threw money on the credit card just in case I do buy them, but I need to get something for my parents really good. Like I got them each a gift that I, I do. I get my dad the new Stephen King every year. And then I usually get my mom like some charmed aroma candles because she loves them, even though she never wears the jewelry. But I need to get something else. I'm not really sure. I got my parents stuff from Disney. I got a t-shirt. Well, we didn't actually surprise the thing is like, I thought I was going to buy more stuff for people at Christmas at Disney for like souvenirs. But I was like, because like Kevin's sister said she's going to Disney on the 27th. And I was like, well, then clearly you don't need anything or buying any souvenirs because it's all going to be the same shit here and you're just going to buy it yourself. And then I was like, I don't know, Paul and Leanne, I, they didn't really say what they wanted. So I was like, meh, whatever. So I didn't really buy anything for anyone, but I got my mom a Disney World t-shirt. And then she said, I love is my Disney mom. Disney World California or Florida? Which one did Florida. you go to? It was Florida. Disneyland is California. California. I've been okay. to that one, but that was 2018. But my mom was like, oh, just get me a keychain." And we're like, but what? Like, it's, it's Disney. What do you want? Like, uh, do you like a princess? Do you like Pixar? Do you like, like, oh, just get me a, a keychain. Do you were you know? close to, were you close oh. to the Harry Potter world? No, that's universal. That's universal. Okay. I wasn't but it's sure. Like, I well, I mean, remember. like it's close, but it's not the same resort or anything. But I was just like, yeah. mom, can you be any more vague? Like there is so many different keychains of all natures, of all types of things. Like, so me and Kevin, like, I think it was like the last day we finally were like, well, I don't fucking know. We've looked at every keychain and we don't fucking know. So we ended up just getting like some Mi- Mickey Mouse keychain. And she's like, well, that's all I wanted. And I said, could just said Mickey Mouse or Walt Disney. Didn't see. I just want, uh, so we were and so we just got, yeah. So then dad, we were but like, I mean, you know how hard it is to be like, to ask someone for, for a specific type of souvenir. Jasmine, right? if you're going to Disney world, get me Jasmine, get me Aladdin, yeah, get me but... Aladdin, get Danielle beauty and the beast. Get like everyone, Kevin is star Wars. My dad, star Wars, Pixar. Like everyone has a sort of something that they can say in Disney that they love. Yeah. Well, like the kids always get me Harry Potter things because they know that's exactly like usually someone they know that there's like a franchise or something that they gravitate towards that that's what they would like. And that's what I was just like, you are so and by dad, we got him like a it was the Pixar um, like light bulb, but they made it look like 
I don't know, like old school looking. So it mm-hmm. was a really cool t-shirt. So we got my dad that one. Yeah. Cause like Riley texted Aaron asking him like a couple of weeks ago and asking him any gift ideas for me that she could get for me. So, um, he was just like, well, can, cause I, t- I gave him something or whatever. And he's like, can you just text her yourself or whatever? So I was like, okay, so this is what I, I sent to her. I go, I was like, your dad said you asked for gift for ideas for me. Search Amazon for anything related to my favorite TV shows and movies, like one tree Hill, Gilmore girls, Fuller house, supernatural, the boys, game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, power Rangers. <laughs> I'm just like, by the way, I'm a size in this. I'm a size in this. <laughs> I am a size like, seven days at Disney world again. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm a size one. tattoo gift certificate. Oh, anyway christmas <laughs> christmas but right um but yeah so like favorite so our favorite we've gotten chris favorite christmas movies we've done least favorite christmas movies least favorite christmas song um did we say our favorite christmas songs or christmas albums i mean obviously I'm no saying we, did christmas, last we did like talk about those last year we did talk about those last year it's true um favorite christmas song that you can't go without hearing at christmas time if you're every year Oh, okay. The entire album of Bonium, Christmas album. That's funny. Mary's Boy Child. Uh, I was gonna say Zion, that's my mom's Zion's favorite daughter. Um, the oh, I specifically God. remember my mom having the Bonium Christmas album on cassette because she it loved it. My favorite. I fucking Feliz Feliz Navidad is my mm. one of my all time favorite fucking Christmas songs. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, so I've got was it Mary's boy child? Oh my lord! Um, when a child is born, Zion's daughter, Auld Lang Zing, Even though that's the New Year song, it's still on there. And and Feliz Navidad. It's not a very long album. It's not no. a very large album. But um, Christmas in the Sand is new is a new wish one that I like by Colby Calais. Um, I love the oh, line, okay. and it is like, "You look naughty, but I'm sure you're nice." Because yeah. <laughs> it's as I. Uh, Santa Claus tried to catch a wave and he he fell he <laughs> you tried to catch too soon, soon too yeah. soon and then he lost his bathing suit or something like that. Yeah. Um Hallelujah is not technically a Christmas song, but I enjoy it. Oh, I discovered Jojo Siwa's Christmas songs. She's got like four. And um I've been I like I binge listened to her, her all of her albums and all of her music. And I am a very new, very big fan of Jojo Siwa. I love her. I, think I do great. like uh, Ariana Grande's Santa Tell Me as well. I was just okay. I'll I'll put that. Obviously, the August Burns Red Home Alone theme has to be up there. Even just the Home like, Alone theme in general is just, just so iconic. <laughs> oh, and we can't forget like the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Well, no, obviously. Like everyone for the longest time thought it was Metallica. I remember like when the um, internet first came out and we were getting MP3s, it was always labeled Metallica's Carol of the Bells. Yeah. And there's also it was actually Trans-Siberian Orchestra. There's also an instrumental band called um For King and Country. And their so, Christmas okay, album me is and great. Kevin saw this when we were in Florida. They were doing on CMT, they were having a Christmas special or something like that um playing on cmt and we're like who's this for king and country like they're not country because we'd never heard of them before what the hell like we've never yeah no idea they're a big like seven or nine piece like orchestra band oh okay. and they're oh, they're great they're awesome okay. um they're just like an epic type okay just another big huge like band if you watch some of their videos or whatever like they're a huge like a big set like it's like yeah. a couple of 
drum kits, some giant of those like bongo drum things, steel drums. Like they're very heavy on the drum aspect. Yeah. But they're, they're great. I, I really enjoy listening to them. Yeah. I also liked uh, when uh, John Legend and Kelly Clarkson did the updated baby. It's cold outside. Yep. I know everyone is, I know it's a polarizing song, but it is nice that they did do kind of like, cause I still like the song and it's like that they did update it a little bit. So you're going to bitch of... about cold out, man, it's cold outside. Then they need to take the word Eskimo out of that one song. Oh, and that... also uh, this year it's Melakaliki Maka is the one that what? people are hating against because Wait. it doesn't actually mean Merry Christmas. That's just a word people made up in the song. It's not actually a Christmas. It doesn't actually uh, mean Merry Christmas. They say it on that episode of Full House when they get stranded on that island. Does it mean that it's actually right? No, I know. I know. But when we were watching the episode like last year or something, like when They're... Stephanie runs into that native kid and he goes, Malikaliki Maka. And I'm like, he just said yeah. Merry Christmas. No, that's basically <laughs> what everyone thinks of uh, Hawaii. It's like the Hawaiian fantasy, basically. That's what everyone thinks. Because it was actually a, an article I was reading from a kid of foreign languages from Hawaii or whatever. And they're saying that like, that's the one they're like, there's still Hawaiian people who love it. It's their so like, it still sort of represents kind of them. But then there's some people that are getting upset about it because it doesn't actually mean Merry Christmas and it's cultural appropriation or whatever and this and that. And I was like, oh. Okay. Anyway, so that's every year someone's going to have a Christmas song to hate on or something. And it just seems to be the thing every year. So this last year it was Baby It's Cold Outside. This year it's Melikalikimaka. Someone said also Santa Baby is being hated on as well. Of what? Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Yeah. Which Michael Bublé does a nice fun, like Michael Bublé does a male version of it. So why are people like, I don't understand if people are hating that. It seems like it's only a girly song, but Michael Bublé has a nice version, which Mr. Christmas, you know, like, let's be real. So in traditional Hawaiian culture, this time of year is known as Makahiki season, which is the beginning of the Hawaiian lunar year. Mm-hmm. Begins the rising of the constellation, and uh, with the colonization of Hawaii came new traditions such as Christmas, which in many ways represents similar values of abundance and peace. The phrase Malakalikimaka began as a way of translating Merry Christmas into the Hawaiian language, and it was made popular by the famous Bing Crosby recording we all love. Yeah, so, so, yeah, it was just a word they made up for yeah, Christmas. There was some other word that you, they were giving other words that like were happy celebration or whatever, but there's not like a, I guess Christmas doesn't actually have or something because it wasn't actually around for them. People are going to hate always. That's, this is our society. You're going to hate for everything. You're going to hate for everything. Yeah. It's our society. Social media era. That's what we've, we've developed. We have a platform to bitch and complain about everything. So I guess that's what we do now. Everyone's got a voice. So everyone's got to use it now. Can't wait for that fucking asteroid. Um, I guess that's. That's yeah. So pun intended. Wrap up. Wrap up the <laughs> end of the year. End of the Christmas wrapping. Spotify uh, yeah. wrapped. You know. Oh, mine was so good. It was so good. I know. I'll have to send you good. my images or post them on Instagram. I'll like whatever. Yeah. Little opponents was my number five podcast. They were my number one podcast, but also oh, I, because of school, I haven't been listening to many podcasts yeah. and stuff. So I've been doing more music, which it's like I was the point zero one percent artist for Hardy, and I was like, yeah, because I listened to you every day it's so funny it was just nice. i was like that's right i like being in the one percent of someone haha <laughs> so all right well note, we wish everyone i guess happy holidays merry christmas happy new year yep. we're gonna take a little break until the new year guys so yep this is uh, our last episode of our season two we're going on a season three can you believe it right season three, three three years of this shit no i'm kidding <laughs> three years of us guys like whatever you love it you love us Love us. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a safe holiday. 
Yep. Enjoy your seeing, seeing your family, spread the love, be happy, eat, be positive. Eat lots of delicious treats because that's kind. what this time of year is. Be kind, be grateful. Um, yeah, and just enjoy the this holiday season, whatever it is you're celebrating. Yep. All right. Merry Christmas, Steph. Merry Christmas, Lindy. I'm sure we'll probably text still before then, but Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. And yeah, we'll we'll figure out new stuff for you guys in the new year. Sometime mm-hmm. in January, we'll be back. We'll yeah. let you know. All right. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked it, be sure to check out our previous episodes on our website at www.millennialspod.com. And also you can check them out on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. While you're there, hit the follow and subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all of our latest episodes. Also, you can follow us on all of the socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Turn of the Millennials Pod, and like us on Facebook to leave a comment and a review. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you next episode.